When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. All right, well, a few different uh, people reporting it now that the NHL will pause from December 22nd to 25th. Now, so that would mean there would be two games tomorrow, the Capitals and the Flyers, the Lightning and the Golden Knights. I can tell you that tonight's game between the Wild and the Stars is 2-2 late in the first. So then there would be uh, no games Wednesday the 22nd. Well, they'd actually all been postponed anyway. And then uh, no games on the 23rd. There were still some games set to go ahead on the 23rd. And then the players would have to report for testing on Boxing Day instead of getting a full day off. And then we see where we go from there. We see where we go from there. Also, 10-0 Vikings leading the Bears Monday Night Football halfway through the second quarter. Earlier, Raiders over Browns 16-14. Sherwood Park's Caden Gooley of the Edmonton Oil Kings has been named captain of Canada's World Junior Team. Jake Neighbors, another Oil King, one of the alternate captains. Okay, well, we're going to have hopefully a few laughs and get some good stories in the next hour of the show. We're doing a hockey card hour. And I want to hear from you, 780-496-0063. Text or on the hotline, powered by CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials. The, uh, the the most meaningful hockey card you have ever owned or still own or the most valuable hockey card you own uh, ever owned or still own? And uh, tell a little story around it if you can, and we'll get to those. If you write in, we'll get to them a little later in the uh, a little later this hour of the show. Of course, uh, whenever we go for hockey cards, we go to Ken Reed from Sportsnet, who is uh, not just a hockey card collector. He's a television anchor. He's an author. Uh, well, I guess just those three things, Ken. I can't think of anything else. Much it. Yeah, you don't want to max out three max, bud. How are you, Reed? <laughs> I, I'm doing well. Thanks for hopping on the on the show tonight. I, I always enjoy having you on. And usually we, we talk about hockey cards one way or another. So I thought I'm just mm-hmm. going to commit to it this hour. And I got a couple That's other. Fun. Got a, that sounds fun. That's another good. collector coming on. And Wayne Wagner from Wayne's uh, Sports Cards is going to hop on the show as well. So uh, and maybe we'll get some good yeah. stories from listeners. Or maybe we'll get bad stories, but that, that'll make them good. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, lots of people have a hockey card story. So I'm sure, I'm sure you'll get a lot. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Well, and you now just to remind people because I know we did a pretty in-depth interview I think back in May but you have is it over fifty thousand hockey and baseball? Yeah, uh, yeah, it keeps growing. I, I actually gave a lot away to uh, one of my son's friends the other day. Um, I just had you know a lot of doubles and stuff from uh, from what you would call the junk wax era, which was the early nineties. So I thought, well, this kid will enjoy them more than my kid will and when i give my cards to my kid he, he'll have doubles of them anyway so i might as well spread the love and he was happy so i, I, I like seeing cards get into good hands but yeah over over fifty thousand, much to my wife's dismay <laughs> all right and what did you call the junk wax era can you explain that yeah so uh when cards the last boom i'd say we're definitely in a card boom right now but the last boom was you know 1990 91 92 and that's when hockey cards, for example, went from just having OPG and tops in the States to having OPG, Upper Deck, Pro Set, 
score, um, you name it, and all these sets started coming out. And the sets were so overproduced that years later it was named the junk wax era because, you know, cards come in wax boxes and there was so much of it. Junk wax, though, now, if it's unopened, is getting valuable, which is kind of crazy to think that there's value in junk wax. But, yeah, for so it's called the junk wax era. I'm talking about 1990 to 1996, probably somewhere in that range. All right, so so you have all these cards. So you gave some doubles to a, to a son's friend. Do yeah. you ever or do you ever want to uh, sell some or all of your collection? Um, yeah, I sell some once in a while. You know, uh, like I when when COVID hit, I sold off a lot of doubles because what happened was um, there was for some reason there's a lot of reasons why, but cards just we're in another golden era of cards ever since COVID started. And I had stuff that I thought would never have any value again that suddenly had value. And I often had, you know, at least two, three, sometimes four versions of the card, same card. So why the hell not? So I unloaded some stuff. I I bought some stuff. So, I mean, I don't make a living at it or make a ton of money doing it. But, you know, sometimes I'll unload one card to get another card. But uh, not nothing crazy as far as the selling going. Now, when I was a kid... Uh, my brother and I had our own business cards, and we used to set up at shows all the time. So, um, yeah, my buddies were working at, you know, a fast food restaurant or something, and I was just selling cards. So it was a great way to make a living as a kid. So when you buy cards these days, do you buy mm-hmm. new stuff, or do you buy vintage stuff to add to your collection? Yeah, I'm a vintage guy. I don't, I don't collect the new stuff. My kid collects the new stuff. Which is great, so I'll get some from him for him. But yeah, I collect the old stuff for sure. So uh, yeah, the 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 new stuff is fantastic. It's great. It's just it's just not what I collect. I like I like the old stuff. That's that's kind of my wheelhouse. Uh, I know you told a great story the last time you were on about your your Gretzky rookie card maybe being your favorite or most prized card. Yeah. Today I will ask you what is the oldest card you own. Uh, oldest card I own, I would think it's probably a 19, I want to say 36 Opeachy of a guy named Flash Hollett, who was the first Nova Scotian-born player in the NHL. He was actually one of the highest-scoring defensemen. Well, he was the highest-scoring defenseman upon his retirement. That's since been passed over a number of times. But, yeah, I like to, you know, I'm a, I'm a proud Nova Scotian, so I like to collect cards in Nova Scotians from over the years. and. You know, I try to get rookie cards of everyone, or which can be a challenge. But uh, yeah, I came across this Flash Hollow one a few years back, and 1936. That'd be my oldest one. 1936. Okay, uh, and where? Well, I won't ask you where you keep it. Like, do you just dis- yeah, do, do, do you display uh, it? Do you display your prized cards? That's what I'll ask you. I display some, but not really because the kids are running around the house all the time. And like I, like I got the man room in the basement, but I tend not to put the cards up. Uh, but there's a few up and about. Uh, the valuable ones are in a pretty secure spot. But yeah, there's guys with cards way older than 1936. But that's my oldest. But um, yeah, I display a few of the cards for sure but uh you know um you got to be careful we put them in, with sticky fingers on little kids running around right <laughs> okay fair enough and I, I will say this what when you meet and i got a gentleman coming up here in about four or five minutes named gavin bray who lives here in edmonton mm-hmm. and he's got I, I talked to him briefly this afternoon he said he's got tens of thousands when you yeah. meet other card collectors that are at the level you guys are at like you guys yeah. are the elite 
What is it? Just like a, an immediate bonding moment, like you can just you just get it while the why the other guy I, has committed I think to so. it. Yeah, you kind of understand because uh, there's collectors, there's dealers, but most uh, and but most people are kind of a hybrid. Like even hardcore collectors will sell at some point. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of get it, and it's one of those things. Like for the longest time, cards were you wouldn't talk about it as an adult, but ever since it's kind of become cool again, you could admit it, right? Um, so yeah, there's a bond, and when you go to shows and you see other people with similar interests, it's it's kind of nice. But the, the great thing about cards is, and, and the sports hobby in general, with memorabilia, is there's no one way to do it. So I always tell people, collect what you want, you know, and just because something might be worth. 50 cents doesn't mean it's not viable to you. And, and you know, I, I always say collect what you want. So what, what's the guy's name, Gavin, you said? Gavin Bray is but, coming up, yeah. Yeah, so so he might collect new stuff and he might be into, you know, um, different things than I am. But that's cool, too. Just collect what you want. There's there's lots of room. And it, it's funny because there's some cards that are priced through the roof, but you, there's still stuff, more stuff that's more than affordable. So, you know, there's there's lots of room in the pool. Right on. Okay, well, I know you got to go on TV and uh, do highlights no, got, for all I, these they, hockey games. They, what happened was I got off tonight because of COVID. We're only allowed oh. one anchor in, so Bonka's oh, anchor okay. tonight. Yeah. Well, okay, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something unusual. Do you want to stay on with me and talk to Gavin together? Do you have time? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, let's do that. We'll, we'll, we'll leave Ken Reed on, and we'll get Gavin on the line. I'll just let you talk to him. A little coming up here on Inside Sports. Well, this is fun. So Ken Reed's on the line from Sportsnet, a uh, huge hockey card collection. And as it turned out, he's got a little extra time tonight. So we're leaving Ken on the line and we're welcoming Edmonton's Gavin Bray to the show uh, as we're doing a hockey card hour here on Inside Sports. Gavin, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks, Reed. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. We got Ken Reed out here as well. So this is pretty fun. Gavin, how long have you been into hockey cards and such? Uh, well, I first started, uh, probably a lot of people like my age did, uh, in the 90-91 pro set days. Um, I took a little bit of time off. I went to school and interest changed, but uh, probably early 2000, 2002 probably is when I started kind of really collecting again. And what's your estimation for how many you have, how many cards you have? Uh, Oh, that's funny you should ask. I actually uh, started doing a basement renovation project, so I had a lot of cards and bins in the basement and started cataloging them. Just shy of 15,000 at the moment. Okay, all right. Well, Ken, I'm going to give the floor to you for a couple questions and discussion here, so I think you guys are going to be able to bond. Yeah, well, first off, I like it how Gavin took a break because most collectors took a break when uh, I know mine, mine happened when I discovered these things. What were they called? Girls and going out to the bar and then you know you settle down a little bit and you get back to a hobby but gavin i always ask people uh the question i always ask is what do you collect and why uh well i'm basically edmonton born and raised so primarily oilers um other than that team canada and when i really got heavy into collecting it was uh the 2010-11 year when taylor hall was uh the, the main prize. Uh, I never did get a Taylor Hall young gun, so I swapped over to Jordan Eberle. So I've been kind of collecting Eberle ever since. There you go. So so you're in the to the new stuff then. So what what's the biggest difference 
for you between the new stuff and the vintage? Um, I don't really know. I've never actually been attracted to vintage. I just never collected it, never sought any of it out or had any. So just, just the new stuff, really. See, Reed, I like the the vintage because you get like the Eddie Neal mullet, like under right. the eighty one, eighty two, and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of what I like looking at. I, value's not everything for me, but I know it is for some people. Yeah, exactly. Gavin, I, I think I see a few of your Instagram posts. Yeah, yeah, Gavin. There you go. Gavin, what uh, like do you have a lot of buddies that collect as well, or are you kind of uh, a lone wolf in terms of sharing your hobby with people? No, I've got a few. Um, I've met through uh, Wayne Sports Cards over the years that uh, I've kept in contact with and done trades with and buy and sell. But, uh, yeah, I've got a few. I wouldn't say it's a big, big circle, but, yeah, there's a circle of, of buddies there. What's the – what like, I'll ask you, you – they can kind of ask you, but, like, what's the what's the why for you? What's the one thing that, that keeps you going? If you might think, like, I don't know if I'm going to do another season, what keeps bringing you back? Um, well, I think the why has changed over the, the 20 years as well. Um, at first it was like, oh, I could get that, uh, my first Jersey piece or my first autograph or something like that. Cause back in the nineties, those didn't really exist. I don't think. Um, so at the time it was, that was, that was the why. Um, and then, like I said, going into like the 2010, 11, it was like, oh, they, these young crop of Oilers are coming up. Uh, the Everleys, the Halls, the, uh, I can't remember who else was back then, but uh, is is for that reason. And then um, maybe a little bit of trying to get some money out of it. Um, but now it's back to can the, uh, the Oilers again? I want the Connors and the Leons, those sorts of things. So it's, 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 it's just that I don't know. I think my wife thinks I'm a hoarder, uh, but <laughs> I, I like the I like the thrill of ripping open a box of cards and seeing what I get. Is that what your wife thinks of you, Ken? Sounds like it. Oh, she thinks a lot of things about me. Hoarder's one of the better ones. <laughs> so I'll ask you guys this. You, you mentioned McDavid, Gavin. Is there, a, is there a McDavid card that's kind of like the holy grail of McDavid cards, or are, are they all pretty pretty valuable? Uh, well, they're all pretty valuable um, for the high-end collectors. His, his cup rookie years as the top one to get. Um, and the other most popular one is his young gun. Yeah, when I was at the Expo, Gavin, you'd know this better than me, but they just had the Expo here in Toronto, which is the biggest hockey card show in the world. And there was a McDavid, I think it was a cop rookie. I don't know if it was a one-of-one one or what, but it was signed, and they the guy had an asking price of $250,000 on it, and he said wow. that he had people inquiring about it. So don't Not get surprised. excited if you're listening and think your McDavid's worth two hundred fifty, because this was like... <laughs> I think it might have been a one-on-one from the cup, but it was uh, it was pretty insane where where these one-on-ones can get. But like these prices, read of just like you know, Gavin. In some cases, they've doubled, even quadrupled in the last year or so. It's just it's been insane what's happened since since the pandemic began. It has definitely, Gavin. I asked Ken this, and and he said uh, not much because of kids with sticky fingers and stuff, but, uh, do you have any of your cards on display? So if someone came to your house, they'd be like, Oh wow. You got like this, this, and that out on the shelf here. Uh, no, I keep all my good ones kind of tucked away. Um, as my basement comes along, I'll probably put some more back out though. I did. I do like having things out on display. Yes. So maybe the, the Connor young gun will go out and a few others, but, uh, I think for the most part, I'll kind of keep them tucked away. All right, and I'll ask you what I asked Ken in there in the last segment. When you meet another collector, is it sort of just an automatic bond? 
that you know you understand each other yeah i think to a degree definitely um yeah we, we have similar interests in and talk the same language and uh, hopefully collect different things so we can uh make some deals yeah and it's good to know you're you're like you're not alone too especially like uh before it boomed again uh, it's kind of like a nerd discovering another nerd you know like oh god okay i'm not the only adult male that collect cards of other adult males so you know that was always comforting <laughs> i thought but i said like it's but that honestly, Gavin, like that, do you not think that that stigma has kind of gone away ever since like these prices have just kind of gone up crazy in the last year? I don't think it's as stigmatized as it was a few years ago. I don't think so as well. Yeah, that and any other sort of collectibles, uh, the yeah. comics, whatever you're into, they're, they, that stigma is disappearing, I think. Yeah. But we well, still I, look down I, on I the comic comics. book people, though. I want to say I still look down on the comic book people. Well, right? Wait, wait can, a minute. Why? Because we're cooler. Because nice. we're, we're cooler. We're cooler. <laughs> Just Sports are cooler than comics. Sports are cooler than comics, so I can look down on the comic book people. It's all there I have, Reed. It's all I have. I'm gonna, we'll have to use that as a sound bite in the intro to the show. Sweet. Yeah, say Gavin, say Gavin said it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take credit for it, sure. There you go, buddy. All right. Well, Gavin, uh, thanks for coming on the show and introducing us to your collection a little bit. We're, we're going to have Wayne on from Wayne Sports Cards in the next half hour, so I hope you can stick around for that. Gavin, all the best. Thank you very much. Have a good night, guys. That's Gavin Gavin. Bray, local collector, and uh, and Ken Reed. Well, you used to be a local collector, and now you're a a national collector. Yeah, Yeah, I was an Oliver Square collector there for a while when I lived in Edmonton. There you go, buddy. Oh, is that where you would go? Yeah, well, no, that's where I lived. Oh, you lived there. Sorry, okay. Yeah, I always tell people I lived by uh, Promise Mess I wouldn't do this because I lived by Molson House before they tore it down. Oh, right. There you go. There it is. Uh, Ken, this was fun memory. as always, man. Thanks for, awesome, thanks for the extra time. I'm going to go read a comic Merry now. Merry Christmas, Reed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ken Reed, Gavin Bray talking about their hockey card collections. That was fun. I, I have way more comics than hockey cards, but I'm not going to do a. I talk enough about comics on this show. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Wagner from Wayne Sports Cards. We'll be get back. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.